on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. We'll begin with the Irish Independent, which has done an analysis of class sizes in Ireland. Urban-rural divide revealed in our most overcrowded classes. School children in parts of rural Ireland were twice as likely to be placed in overcrowded classes at primary level compared with pupils attending national schools in Dublin. This is looking now at class sizes last year here. They looked at more than 3,000 primary schools across the country and there are wide variations in the proportion of primary school children assigned to classrooms with 30 or more students. New figures published by the Department of Education show that 11.4% of children were taught in primary school classes of that size of 30 or plus. And I presume all the experts say that when you get to class sizes of 30 or plus, it's not very conducive to learning because uh, some students will fall behind and the teachers have too many to try and educate in one go. Uh, So they're looking at that. There's two pages, if you're interested, dedicated to that in the Irish Independent this morning. And they do uh, breakdowns around counties and urban-rural divide and all that stuff. The Irish Examiner on its front page, a great photograph of a couple called Dolores and Michael Healy in Cork sitting out by the beach. They have an umbrella up and they have their sun loungers out uh, looking at what's been called traditionally the last weekend of summer and what a weekend it was. Uh, and this was taken in Garrettstown in County Cork. The main story on the Examiner is road deaths are not just numbers. This was the homily given by Cashel Parish Priest Father Enda Brady at the uh, funeral yesterday of the Riley family, Tom Riley, aged three, and his grandparents, Thomas and Bridget, who were victims of a crash in Cashel last Tuesday. And Father Brady says, when this awful situation lands on your doorstep, then you know these are not just numbers. There is a face, there is a heart, there is a personality, there is an individual. And Father Brady urged people to remember the 127 victims behind the stats that have dominated the headlines this year. Uh, And he's right, it's not just a number. Behind every one is a family left behind as well. Uh, Today is National Slowdown Day. It was always planned to be held today because of back to school and the roads being a bit busier, but there's going to be an increased... um, urgency with National Slowdown today, give, day, today, given all of the horrific road incidents we've had on our roads in recent weeks. So Slowdown Day runs from 7am this morning until 7am tomorrow morning. And we're going to hear a lot about road safety this week because uh, a number of ministers are meeting to discuss it. And it looks like they're going to increase penalty points for motorists, particularly if you're caught doing a couple of things illegally on the roads you used to get your penalty points for the worst offence, but now you could get a whole host of penalty points once ministers sign off on it, uh, because obviously we need to do something more in terms of enforcement on road safety. The Irish Times says that there is a sharp fall in private pensions for people aged 40 to 50. The number of people between their mid-40s and 50s with a private pension has fallen significantly since last year. Now, this is the exact opposite of what we need in Ireland because we need more people with pensions because of the ageing population. We don't need people uh, who are a decade out from getting a pension suddenly um, not having a pension. 
but it has fallen with the cost of living crisis putting future planning out of reach for many. This is a survey by the CCPC. I know they're going to discuss this uh, on Breakfast Business with Joe Lynham very, very shortly here after Breakfast Briefing. And the report highlights what it considers a concerning gap in retirement planning. 90% of people between 45 and 64 have a pension plan in place, but the numbers aged between 45 and 54 with a financial plan for their future has fallen from 85% to 76% since last year. Also on the front of the Irish Times, they look at housing. Dunsink, which is formerly home to Dublin's largest landfill, has been identified for houses and they reckon that there could be more than 7,000 homes built there under plans uh, to capitalise on state investment in public transport. The site is to the southwest of Finglas, 435 hectares, and they could be uh, home to 7,000 homes, it's recommended. And obviously, you need public transport to go in line with that as well. That's on the front of the Irish Times. The Irish Daily Mail, new plan to get more of us living apartment life. So this is staying with the housing stories. A suite of tax measures to incentivise apartment living are being prepared alongside the state's plan to become a major player in building apartments. So it looks like they're trying to uh, get us to switch our view of apartment living because obviously in other parts of Europe people spend their whole lives living in apartments. We don't have that mentality here in Ireland but mortgage interest relief on new build apartments and an enhanced rent-a-room scheme to allow up to €20,000 tax-free are among measures being considered and the state is kick-starting apartment building in a bid to address concerns over viability of the developments and they want to create a level playing field as well between investors and owner-occupiers there. So the state is building apartments and you could get 20 grand if you rent out your room and they're trying to uh, beat the institutional investors when it comes to building apartments. John Gilligan back on the front pages again, the Irish Sun Gilligan uh, goes on trial today after cops found a gun they mistakenly believed it was used to kill reporter Veronica Guerin buried in his yard. He also faces drugs and gang charges in Spain. He could be locked up for more than eight years. Uh, But obviously there's this documentary which he features in, which is airing tonight. That's also on the front of the Irish Daily Star. General had it coming. John Gilligan says he's glad that the person who killed his criminal ally, Martin Cahill, got away with it as the general got what was coming to him. Uh, And obviously that paper also goes with the fact that John Gilligan could be set for another stretch in jail because he's going on trial in Spain today. And separately, we have this documentary airing tonight. And we had Minister Hildegard Nocton out yesterday saying she has grave concerns over airing John Gilligan, giving him oxygen, giving him publicity in this documentary. And also we've had the brother of Veronica Guerin as well, uh, raising huge concerns. But I presume Virgin are going ahead with airing the documentary And there's a lot of interest in John Gilligan. You'd imagine the viewing figures will be very high. Finally, the Irish City Mirror, Al Porter, my booze hell. Al Porter has revealed how a warning from Gay Byrne helped him beat his battle with the booze. Now, inside the papers, uh, interesting one in the Irish Independent. I know we all like to think that we are very calm, lovely people and we wouldn't have violence in us. But actually, they say most people wouldn't consider themselves criminals 
But when push comes to shove, half of us have the capacity for violent crime. This is a new theory by researchers at the University of Birmingham, which suggests that all humans are biologically predetermined to commit crimes when triggered by the right conditions. So we're hardwired to seek revenge when we feel hard done by or whatever. And we do have the capacity to commit violent crime. That's in the Irish Independent staying with uh, crime in the Times of London. I don't know now if this applies to Ireland, but it's certainly the case across the water. Tesco workers are being offered body cams because there's been a rise in attacks on supermarket staff. Now, why on earth people are attacking supermarket staff? I've no idea, but the boss of Tesco is calling for a change in the law to make abuse or violence towards retail workers an offence. Ken Murphy has revealed that Tesco's shop floor staff are now being offered body-worn cameras after physical assaults rose by a third in a year. So now we have uh, the staff having to go around with cameras on them to capture these events because there's been a rise in it. Now, I don't know if it's as bad in Ireland. Certainly some retail staff would say here, though, that they're regularly uh, abused verbally, sometimes physically, by customers. Uh, And as I say, I don't know why you do it. And also, a lot of these staff are earning minimum wage. It's not their fault, whatever your issue is, but people get very, very angry. Interesting one in the Irish Sun. They've an exclusive. If you're a smoker, you'll be interested in this. If you're a smoker who wants to give up, I should say, the government are looking at financial relief for you because they're planning to make nicotine patches and other aids available through the drug payment scheme. Now, if you are a smoker who's trying to quit or maybe someone who has successfully quit, you'll know that these nicotine patches are very, very expensive. And uh, essentially what this would mean is that they would be free if you're already paying €80 or more for other medicines each month. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly has ordered his officials to look into the matter with an announcement expected in the coming weeks. Uh, I mean, what they could also do is reduce the VAT on nicotine patches as well. I mean, they are very, very expensive. You can spend 30 quid on some of these nicotine replacement therapies in pharmacies. They are already free for medical card holders, we should say that, but looking to expand that scheme. And two final stories for you. One, if you're heading off to Paris, there's a story in the Telegraph there uh, about the cinemas. People have been posting photos online of red and blotchy skin because bed bugs are a feature now in cinemas in Paris. There's been a mass breakout, so people, I presume, are stopping going to the cinema there. And finally, in the mail, uh, summer is over, and obviously today is a very, very busy day on the roads, busy for back to school, also very busy, though, for divorce lawyers. Today is one of the busiest days of the year for divorce lawyers and couples therapists. Uh, And what they say is people thought that the summer holidays might sort out their relationship problems. They haven't. And now people uh, are back to normal and may be trying to end their relationship. You read more about that in the mail. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.